This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins, where Christian music doesn't suck. Dave Hawkins. Thanks for meeting The Antidote. Now, most of the music we hear on The Antidote is really polished to perfection, but there's a lot of music out there that is intentionally not so perfect. I love a lot of songs that are raw and gritty because I find that style of music just really comes across as being the most authentic and real. I'm not sure if everyone will agree with my thoughts on lo-fi music, since it's such a change from what you normally hear on radio. But now is your chance to find out what you think about it as we spend the next hour with Ben Hergert of Archangel, who recorded this rough and wonderful lo-fi masterpiece, Dragon Slayer. And tonight you'll hear the entire release right here on The Antidote. We begin the show with War in Heaven, and now we're going to head on to The Pilgrim's Progress, one of the instrumental tracks found on Dragon Slayer. Thank you. 
Ben Hergert meets The Antidote for a talk about his 2008 release, Dragon Slayer. Welcome, Ben. Yeah, I appreciate it. When I had my first listen to the Archangel release, I mean, what more could I say except that I found it was very non-typical? But Ben, you're the guy that created the music, so how would you describe it? Um, yeah, non-typical is, is a pretty good word for it. Um, basically, it's just a guy with a guitar, and you know, I wrote some songs in my own style and worked on the lyrics and the music, put it all together, and over time, you know, not every song was recorded at the same time, so it was recorded over probably a year of time when I got a chance to chip away at it. It was basically a, just a project I wanted to do, um, just me, myself, and I, and just had something inside that I needed to let out through music. I'm an I'm artsy guy, so that's what I, what I came up with. <laughs> Okay, then, what would you say? Is it just odd, or is it unique? Um, I would say it's unique. I, I have a lot of influences that went into the sound, you know, uh, based on what I listened to throughout my life, as far as music, and as far as art is, you know, what I had visualized in my mind is how, how I wanted it to come out in the end. And for the most part, I... I think I accomplished what I was looking for. It's true because, I mean, doom, punk, and rock, I mean, that's a really different kind of mix. It is. It is. Is this um, like a specific it, kind of niche that you wanted to fit into? So not not particularly. Um, like I said, you know, it was just a project that I wanted to do, and it, it wasn't too really, like impress anyone or I wasn't trying to, to sell it in any way. It came out the way it did. Um, I listened to a lot of punk rock and I listened to a lot of doom metal. Um, I listened to a lot of different music, but you know, um, those are the two styles of music that I, I love the most. And I wanted to create something that was kind of conceptual. I love eschatology, the, the study of the end times. It's, it's intriguing to me. It's fascinating. And I, as a Christian, it's a cool topic for me. So <laughs> I, I guess I was kind of looking to, to make something kind of epic that kind of flows, you know what I mean? So you never had any intention of shopping this around to labels, because I know the download copy that I've got refers to it as a demo. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that, that was the best way I could say it, is a demo, because it's just something that I... I you know, kind of made. And if people like it, that's great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, if someone thought it was cool, um, I'm totally on board with that too, you know? Well, I thought it was cool. That's why we're talking. Well, I appreciate that a lot.
Much of the music found on Dragon Slayer is short, with only a couple of songs really being over the three-minute mark. I guess they're just brief and to the point. Last up was Sword and Shield. Next is Lament. Dragon Slayer is a really raw release. Tell me, how did you go about recording it? Well, um, it's funny that you say it's raw in sound because that's kind of what I was shooting for. I, I, I love, like, just raw, gritty music. I mean, some people are audiophiles where everything needs to be crisp and polished. I'm not like that. I'm not like that with, with, with anything I do as far as design or anything. I'm a less is more kind of guy i'm minimalistic and basically what i did was i have a guitar obviously a bass guitar uh, a drum machine a mixer and used audacity and um, acid pro 4.0 to to uh, record basically i went into my computer with an audio bridge mm -hmm. and just kind of did all the editing you, you'll notice that I, I used some sampling here and there um, I just kind of, you know, just kind of something I threw together. <laughs> <laughs> With Dragon Slayer, what kind of response did people give to you about it? Um, I've got mostly positive response from it. I mean, if there was any kind of quote-unquote negative response, it was just maybe a little bit too out there, a little too different sounding than, you know, anyone else has ever heard before. But that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do something different, you know? Um, like I said, it, it's not real complex music. It's somewhat minimalistic, but that's 
basically it. Well, what about most of the music that you hear on the radio? Is it not just boring? Um, to me, <laughs> it kind of is. I'm the kind of guy that's always searching for the diamond in the rough. If I hear something uh, different, I'm I'm all over it. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I just discovered 8-bit music. So I, I've been listening to a lot of, like, 8-bit uh, heavy metal music, which is kind of weird, but it's... That's just the kind of dude I am. I just listen to different stuff. I've always kind of marched to the beat of my own drum. And, you know, uh, if it's different, if it's a little odd, but in a cool way, I'm I'm all over it. <laughs> Been there and done that. Yeah, I've gone the 8-bit metal route, too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. I mean, it gets a little old after a little while listening to it. But, I mean, it, it's cool. It's something different, you know? Christian radio, it's boring and it's contrite. No, you're, you're totally right. You know, I, I mean, not to knock it, the message is great. I love it. But it's so overdone. It's just so, like, cliche. I can't get into it. That kind of music and that, that type of media, I can't get into it. And, and, and I, I am absolutely, I am a Christ follower. But, you know, I like what I like to listen to. And, and it, I don't let it affect my worldview, my Christian worldview, and that's the way it is, you know? What is appropriate? Should there be limitations or not? I think with a lot of it, no, there shouldn't be limitations. Artistically, we should stretch ourselves as much as anybody should. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. God gave us the creativity to use and believe in using it to the fullest. I mean, in a godly way. You have to be tactful about it, and, you know, you don't want to be leading people into darkness, you know. Exactly. But at the same time, it doesn't have to be a cookie-cutter set way of doing things. Thank you for saying that. Agree wholeheartedly. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) We have the Archangel song as bold as lions coming up, but I've got something special first Ben spoke about listening to 8-bit metal. Our next track is an example of that. It may not be metal, but I really go for this track, and I know that Ben will appreciate this too. And you'll find the reason why a little later on in the show. Here's the stream of a YouTube video.
example, okay, um, here's, here's a great example of a Diamond in the Rough album. Uh, it's Ted Kirkpatrick, uh, you know, Ted Kirkpatrick from Tourniquet. Yeah. It's his solo album, uh, Ode to a Roadkill. And I've got I, it. Uh, it's, I, I love it. It's just crazy. It's just totally blew my mind. Where, you know, it's totally different. You know, it's doom metal, but he did it all by himself. No vocals, all, you know, you know, Caddy's all about, you know, wildlife conservation. You know, th- th- there's an example, just something different. That type of music, that's where you've really just kind of want to do it for yourself. Because you go out with the understanding that probably most people are not going to enjoy this. And they're probably right. not going to buy it. And I'm okay with that. You know? Totally. Exactly. And hence why Dragon Slayer is for free on Bandcamp. Yeah. No, I just want people, if you like it, go ahead and grab it. And, you know, if you think it's cool, man, that's awesome. Super cool.
Ben talked about what an impact the Ted Kirkpatrick solo album had on him, so I thought, why not let's share a song from it? The title track from Ode to a Roadkill. Well, back to our talk about Archangel. Now, your creativity goes beyond music, Ben. I mean, you're also a graphic designer. Do you find there's a connection between music and visual art? Absolutely. For me, it is. Um, that's why I'm, the, the whole record, I wanted it to flow and kind of tell a story. And uh, that's visual. I want When you listen to the music, you know, for me, a good song tells a story or a good whole album will tell a story in the end. So absolutely, it all ties together. And what was the story that you wanted to tell with Dragon Slayer? Um, basically, just the fact that what God created here is epic. It's huge. And it is a battle. I mean, this life is a battle. You're looking at spiritual warfare. The kingdom of heaven is not seen by our human eyes, and neither is the kingdom of darkness. And there is an epic battle being waged all around us, whether we believe it or not. And that's kind of what Dragon Slayer is all about. It's the epic battle between good and evil, between God and, and the enemy. And ultimately, in the end, we know that God wins. It, it's just an awesome, epic story, you know, to me. The, the whole concept came from Book of Revelation, uh, chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. Uh, and I just thought that was just such a cool story. Just those three verses, you can build something off of that visually. Well, I think you certainly really raised those points on the Archangel song, Adversary. I mean, it mm -hmm. begins with some of the dialogue from Kyle Reese from the original Terminator movie, and then it finishes right. with Revelation 12.12. I mean, that's really interesting finding a connection between those two. Right. I, I think we can see, you know, the big picture the big story in things that people have come up with. You know, basically, it's all the same story. I mean, it's this battle, like I said, between light and darkness, you know? And we, we do have uh, an enemy that, that is prowling about, looking to destroy us, and <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Terminator series, so, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of like to look at things that way.
you know, I guess we're all children of our culture, but how much of a role should popular media play in Christianity, meaning the media coming from a non-Christian perspective? Um, well, like it or not, we're surrounded by it. You need to have a filter, obviously, as far as what you're letting into your, into your mind. Um, like they say, garbage in, garbage out. But at the same time, you can be influenced by things and get ideas from things. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, th- there's a lot of people with great visions and great ideas that aren't necessarily Christian. But like, I-, I-, I love comic books. I'm a huge comic book nerd. I love Batman and especially Batman, but anything. You know, I, I read a lot of comic books and, you know, I get a lot of inspiration for my visual art from comic books. But, you know, I kind of take it and use it in my own way without ripping anyone off, of course. But, you know, I'm, I mean, you're influenced. You, you can be influenced, and it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Oh, man, because you took Batman right to the top. <laughs> you did your own version of the Batman theme on the song Dark Knight. Right. Is he the tops for your fandom? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. No <laughs> doubt about it. Okay, but now we got to get this straight, though. Are we talking about film or comics? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say either way, you know, I'm a huge Batman fan, so (laughs) he's the top dog, man. Okay, so we covered the song, but now I need an expert opinion. Without Wonder Woman messing things up, who would have won in Batman versus Superman? Ooh, um, you know what? That's a good question, and to be perfectly honest with you, I have not seen the movie yet. And also... (laughs) Also, there, that is kind of loosely based on a comic book, I believe. It's uh, based on Batman, or not year one, Batman Returns, I believe it's called. Uh, but it is based loosely on a comic book, which I also have, but I have so many comic books in, in my queue to read that I, I, I haven't quite read that one yet either. So to be honest, I, I don't know the answer to that. I would think that Batman would win, though, you know? He's going to figure out a way to take Superman down. He will, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He's got that suit, you know, that they show in the movie. I'm figuring there's some kind of kryptonite in there or something. And it's a cool-looking suit. It's not sort of that wimpy-looking Superman suit. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're talking to a big Batman fan. Oh, you're a fan as well? My daughter made me a TV show logo t-shirt for me. Oh, wow. That's super cool. (laughs) To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out.
I wanted to get back to talking about a couple of the songs okay. from Archangel, from Dragon Slayer. You've got the paired songs, Dragon Slayer 1, Battle Hymn of St. Michael, and Dragon Slayer right. 2, The Battle of St. George. Give us the relationship between those two songs. Um, well, they're basically uh, two different examples of a dragon slayer in uh, literature. You've got St. Michael, who, you know, is always depicted as the, the angel playing the dragon with the, either the spear or the sword, uh, you know, if we're talking uh, visual. Uh, and then we've got St. George, who is also, um, you know, in literature, a dragon slayer. So I, I just found the, the imagery to be super cool. So I went with it. <laughs> Angel, and you've got the antidote.
one song that I haven't been able to figure out. I guess it was okay. sort of an add-on to the album. The song called Salvation. Oh, right. Because you've got this huge static background with somebody saying something in behind, and I have no idea what they're saying. Oh, okay. Well, basically, it's a salvation prayer. Someone basically uh, speaking the, the salvation prayer. And I kind of wanted it to be subtle and hidden, so I did. Kind of, it's it's almost intended to be a hidden track. It was just something I, you know, an afterthought. <laughs> if you listen closely enough, it, it is hard to hear the person speaking over the static. But like I said, I did want it to be somewhat subtle, mm-hmm. but still there at the same time. So yeah, if, if you listen closely, it's a woman speaking the uh, the prayer for salvation. But like I said, it was just. Something I wanted to throw together. I'm a, I'm a creative guy, you know. Um, I had a guitar, you know, uh, and I, I'm the kind of guy that likes to figure out how to do something. So um, I went ahead and made some recordings, and there we have Dragon Slayer. Um, I'm the same way with anything I do uh, as far as, you know, visual art or any other projects, creative projects or building something i just I, i'm gonna figure out how to do it and i'm gonna do it i'm a i'm a very uh i, I you know do it yourself you know you, you got something creative you want to let out I, I just do it I feel like God has been dealing with you in some way, and that you need to have a relationship with God in a whole new way. All you have to do is ask. If you don't know where to start or what to say, please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I acknowledge that you are God, the ruler of everything, and that Jesus was your Son who came here to shed his blood pay the price for my sins. He died so that I don't have to. And I thank you, God, that you love me and that you're willing to save me. And I just ask that you come into my heart and wash away all the stuff I have, all the things that I've done wrong. And you just fill me with your Holy Spirit. I thank you. change my heart, change my life, and help me to deal with all the stuff I have in my life to deal with. 
just give it to you. And I thank you for everything. In Jesus' name I pray. The Salvation Prayer, Archangel Version. Our next track has a song titled No One Would Disagree With, Victory Over Tyranny.
everybody has heard your album and now they want to get their own copy, Ben. How do they go about getting it? Well, you can go to archangel777.bandcamp.com. And I appreciate you checking it out. And what about on Twitter? On Twitter at archangel underscore doom. Now, I know it's been eight years since Dragon Slayer came out. Does that mean right. that the music is finished for Ben Hergert? Uh, for the time being, but who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll uh, pick up my guitar again and start writing again and just see what I can throw together. I'm, I've, I've kind of been throwing around the idea of maybe uh, trying to create some 8-bit music. So. <laughs> <laughs> you could plan for a big national tour. You could do a reunion tour because it's easy to do because you're the one and only band member. Right. Um, <laughs> that's probably not going to happen just because I, I am a family man. I've got married with uh, three daughters, so they keep me quite busy and uh, busy with work and church and other endeavors. So probably not going to any, do any live performing anytime soon, but um, might do some more music projects in the future when I find the time. Well, Ben, thanks for joining The Antidote and talking about Archangel. This has been a pleasure. Well, I really appreciate the opportunity to do this. This was really cool. That's our last song from Archangel, Shine, from the Dragon Slayer release. Okay, so that's it. Have you made up your mind about lo-fi music? Is it yes or is it a no? Let me know what you think about this music by sending a message 
on the Antidote Radio Facebook page, or send me an email, dave at theantidoteradio.com. I guess uh, everybody knows that music is made up of so many parts, but it's the voice of the vocalist that makes the greatest impact in a song. Now, most vocalists are good, obviously, but you have to tune in The Antidote next week to find out our list of artists who are the greatest in Christian music. These are the vocalists who can record any song and you instantly know who's singing. And I'm going to close up the antidote with a vocalist who only made onto our runner-up list. It's a famous tune that shares the same song title as the last song from Archangel. You'll hear the strong Aussie accent of Peter Furter coming through on the Newsboys song, Shine. And we'll see you again next week. Shine
the outside looking boy. 